Hello, everybody. This is Marshall Poe. I'm the editor of the New Books Network. NBN listeners like to read books and buy them. So we thought we'd tell you that right now, our friends at Princeton University Press are having a remarkable site-wide sale. You can get 50% off books, including ebooks and audiobooks, with the code 50, F-I-F-T-Y, at checkout until May 31. You can save some real money on Princeton University Press books. I encourage you to go there and check it out. Hello, welcome to New Books and Buddhist Studies, part of the New Books Network. I'm Luke Thompson, the host of the channel. Today I'll be speaking with Sarah Jacoby about her recent book, Love and Liberation, Autobiographical Writings of the Tibetan Buddhist Visionary Sera Khandro, published by Columbia University Press in 2014. This book focuses on the extraordinary life and times of the Tibetan laywoman Sera Khandro and uses her story to examine a number of important issues in the study of Tibetan Buddhism. Siddhakandra was born in 1892 to well-off parents in relatively cosmopolitan Lhasa, but ran away to eastern Tibet at the age of 15, hoping to fulfill her religious aspirations. After enduring various hardships, she eventually became the consort of a monk at the age of 20. After a tumultuous nine years, during which she was subjected to the ill will of many residents of the monastery where she resided, and during which time she bore two children, she moved in with the lama under whom she had originally studied, a man whom she considered her original teacher whose consort she became, attaining spiritual liberation in the process, and whose biography she would eventually write after his death. After three years, her spiritual partner died, and Zedekandro spent the last 16 years of her life teaching widely throughout eastern Tibet and engaged in writing. She died in 1940. Jacobi's study is based in large part on two previously unexamined sources, a biography that Zedekandro wrote of her male teacher and Zedekandro's own autobiography. There are very few pre-1950s Tibetan primary sources authored by women, and these two documents allowed Jacobi a unique view of a period that is usually seen through male eyes. In her discussion of Serekandro's writings, Jacobi locates the aforementioned autobiography in the context of Tibetan literature, on the one hand, and explains autobiography's role in the construction of religious identity in Tibet, on the other. Related to this issue is what Jacobi calls autobiographical ventriloquy, claims that one 